Hello, everyone. This is Ade. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to Five Tree Christmas Podcast. Today, I will be sharing all about Christmas 2021. I'm excited to be back for season three of the podcast and we'll be talking about movies, actors, and I've got some great interviews lined up for you this season. In this episode, I'm going to cover my new plot type system. I've updated it so that it's better than ever and I'm excited to share it with you. I'll also be talking about the ratings. We'll do a quick review of them and then we'll talk about movies to look out for in Christmas 2021. Stick with me to hear what I've got. All right, so let's jump right into the new plot type system. You know, I have been thinking about revamping my plot type system for over a year, actually, probably since before Christmas 2020. And I really gave a lot of thought and talked to a lot of friends about the areas that I thought my plot type system was really weak. Um, And, you know, I'm really excited to share what's new with you guys. So let's first talk about why. Why am I revamping the plot type system? So if you remember, in my old plot type system, I had some plots that were actually about the plot like type ones where a character would head to a small town. But then kind of weirdly, I had some plot types that were actually about characters or relationships. For example, the type three movies that were about people that are Scrooge and they learn about the true meaning of Christmas. So in order to improve the system, I wanted to create a a way to type the movies that could more consistently say something about both the plot and the relationships that made sense to me and that hopefully makes sense to you. So, you know, in this new plot typology, there'll be a number that's associated with a plot type, and then there'll be a letter that's associated with, um, you know, the relationship type um, between our lead lovers in the movie. And I want to walk you through each of these one by one. There are six plot types and six relationship types, and I'll give you what each of those mean right here. So first up, there is the small town charm plot type. This is type one. Type one or small town charm plots are about a protagonist who heads to a small town and rediscovers the real meaning of Christmas, family, and love. Then there's home for Christmas, plot type two. In plot type two or the home for Christmas plot, a protagonist needs to go home for the holidays, but something is holding them back and their experience at home helps them discover the true meaning of Christmas, family, and love. Plot type three is called Christmas magic. And in the Christmas magic or third plot type, a protagonist gets swept up in some kind of Christmas magic. And through that experience, they learn the true meaning of Christmas, family, and love. Type four or down on luck or job woes. Um, In the type four movie, a protagonist is struggling with some work thing or financially. They're not living their dream, right? And at some point in the movie, they overcome their issue and they learn the true meaning of Christmas, family, and love. Plot type five is called the scavenger hunt. And in the fifth type of plot, a protagonist tries several tactics to find or return or discover something. And in the process, of course, they learn the true meaning of Christmas, family, and love. And in the sixth plot type, um, I call that processing grief and loss. And in type six movies, a protagonist is dealing with some major grief or loss in their life. And using, um, you know, some Christmas spirit, they find a way to move forward and learn the true meaning of Christmas, family, and love. So those are the six plot types. Type one, small time charm. Type two, home for Christmas. Type three, Christmas magic. Type four, down on luck. Type five, the scavenger hunt, and type six, processing grief and loss. So like I said, in addition to the six plot types, there are also six relationship types. The first type of relationship is one that many of us will recognize. Type A, 
The type A pl- uh, relationship is a city person or executive. And in these kind of relationships, you have a city person or executive and they come into contact with somebody who really appreciates the slower place of life and the holidays and they fall in love. In the type B relationship type, you have a Scrooge. I'm sure many of us can think of plots like this as well. Um, In a Scrooge relationship, there's a person who actively dislikes the holidays and they bump into somebody who's incredibly enthusiastic about the holidays and they work through it and they fall in love. In type C type relationship, there's the old friend or the former flame. And in these kind of relationships, a person rekindles their relationship with an old acquaintance or former love type D kind of relationship or the fake relationship. Um, In these kinds of movies, uh, there are so many good ones of these. Mingle All the Way is one of my favorites. So in type D, um, there's a person who rents, hires, kidnaps, whatever, convinces someone to be their fake partner in order to achieve some purpose. And of course, in the process, they fall in love. In a type E relationship, they are instant enemies, E for enemies. And in these kinds of relationships, there are two enemies who must work cooperatively and of course in close company to achieve some kind of goal. And in the process, they fall in love. And then in the type F kind of relationship, um, this one is a rare and I debated about whether or not to add it, but there are more and more movies like this every year. The type F kind of relationship is just a normal dating relationship. There's a couple of people, they're nice, they like each other, they go on dates, and they fall in love. And, you know, like I said, it's really rare, but more and more we are seeing, you know, hijink-free movies where people just are nice people who fall in love with each other. So to review the six relationship types, there's the city person, the Scrooge, the old friend or former flame, the fake relationship, the instant enemies, and the normal daters. So how this plot type system will work from here on out is I will pick one plot type, and one relationship type that describes the movie. For example, you might have a plot type four, down on luck or job woes, with a relationship type of the fake relationship. This is where someone convinces someone to be their fake partner to achieve some purpose. Let's think of some movies like this. Somebody who's down on their luck and has a fake partner. I already mentioned the movie, Mingle All the Way. Mingle All the Way is a movie about two people who, you know, for some reason, both for their jobs, when they're struggling in their jobs, have to pretend to be in a relationship and in the process, they fall in love. Let's think about another classic, another example. How about Home for Christmas and the fake relationship? This one is a classic for holiday engagement in which she heads home for Christmas and uh, needs a partner to take home with her and hire somebody to be her partner and in the process, they fall in love. There are so many different combinations that we could make here, um, but you get the picture, right? There are six plots and six relationship types and lots of combinations that can come. And this gives me a really nice way to explain both the plot type and the relationship type and capture a greater portion of the movies um, and the nuances and differences between movies, but also their similarities. So I hope this makes sense to you. We'll work it together as the season goes on, but I'm really excited for this new plot type system. And just as promised in the next segment here, I'm going to talk a little bit about the review system. You know, I rate movies from one to five trees and each of those ratings has a meaning and I want to revisit what they mean right now before we kick off the season. So movies, movies that are rated with a one are not good. I don't give ones out very often because, you know, this genre is about light and hope and fun and love. And there aren't that many movies that I just really don't like. Um, But a movie that I give a one, I would say, nope, it's not good. I'll never rewatch it. It probably even offended me in some way. 
A movie that gets two Christmas trees is a bad movie. It's a movie that I would not recommend. Um, it has maybe one or two redeeming qualities, but overall it's not something I would recommend to people and it's not something I would ever rewatch. A movie that I give three out of five Christmas trees is a perfectly fine movie. It's right there in the middle, right? And I think it's important to emphasize that movies that I give a three are not bad, but they're also not like fantastic, right? Um, a three is a perfectly fine rating. I'm glad I watched it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to rewatch it again. A movie that I rate four out of five Christmas trees, that would be a movie that I find to be genuinely good. A lot of people ask me, what's the difference between a three, a 3.5, and a four? Because I do rate on the half trees, right? Um, and I think a 3.5 is something that I really, really enjoyed, and I might rewatch every other Christmas or, or whatever, and I would genuinely recommend to somebody, but it hasn't quite reached the I'm going to watch it every year territory, um, that I'm excited, I'm thinking about it after the movie. It's not quite there yet, but a movie that's rated a four is a genuinely good movie. I definitely want to rewatch it. Um, I recommend it to people without reservation, and that's what uh, a four tree rating would mean. And then fives are also incredibly rare. I don't give out five out of five Christmas trees very often, but when I give out five out of five, um, it means that I loved the movie. It means that I think it was a great movie. I think it has a universal appeal and can, and, you know, everyone can appreciate it. And I would watch it probably not even just at Christmas. Like that's how good of a movie, a movie that's rated five is. I really rarely give them out and I can't give them away too often. So I hope that's a good review of my rating system. A one is a not good. A two is pretty bad, but maybe has a few redeeming qualities. A three is perfectly fine, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way to recommend it or rewatch it. A four is something that is really good and I want to rewatch it. And a five is something that's a great movie, universally appealing, and I would watch probably not even just at Christmas. Okay, so now I want to talk about some of the things that I'm excited to watch this year. Y'all. We are swimming in new Christmas movies this year. They're everywhere you look. A new channel is popping up with with something to show us some new Christmas content. And I'm here to break down at least some of it for you. Not all of it. I mean, I think I counted something upwards of 125 new Christmas movies airing across several networks. We have net new uh, movies coming from Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Lifetime, Netflix, Great American Country Family, Disney Plus, Up TV. OWN, ION, Discovery+, Plus, Fox Nation, CBS, Peacock, Roku TV, and MTV. And those are just the ones that I can find. There are so, so, so many new movies, so much new content. We can't all do it all, but we can all do our part to watch a little bit. I do want to flag that Thanksgiving week in particular is going to be a doozy. There are some nights that feature as many as six premieres at the same time or in the same kind of evening. So something to be aware of, something to you know take note of and prioritize what you're going to be watching. So now let me break down some of the things that I am most excited to watch this year. I'll start with the Hallmark Channel as always, the OG on the Hallmark Channel movie that already came out. But I was excited to see it. The Santa Stakeout with Tamara Maori Housley and Paul Campbell. I'll give my review for that soon. Um, and then, you know, Christmas in Harmony is another new one coming up next week. It has Michelle Williams and a, and a whole cast of characters. Looks like it's going to be really good. Um, Coyote Creek Christmas um, with Janelle Parrish and Ryan Peavy. I just love the two of them. And I think there's something to be excited about. Hopefully their chemistry will be good and it'll come across on screen well. And the plot will do them all the favors. 
Another one I'm looking out for is Christmas at Castle Heart starring Lacey Chabert and Stuart Townsend. I'm really excited about this one. It's got Lacey going to Scotland, I believe, um, to do some soul searching. It looks like it's going to be good. And I liked both of her movies last year. Um, so I'm hoping that this one's going to be another hit. The Christmas House 2, also on Hallmark Channel. I'm looking forward to that. That cast gelled really well, even though it wasn't one of my favorite movies from last year. I do think, um, you know, it'll be a good it'll be a good option this year. The Nine Kittens of Christmas. So The Nine Lives of Christmas is like one of my favorite movies, Christmas movies of all time. And I do, um, I'm sad that the couple didn't stay together from that movie um, in, you know, the fictional world, but I am excited that we get a second movie with them, a sequel. And so, you know, Brandon Routh and Kimberly Sistet are returning um, for that movie. Also on Hallmark Channel, they're doing this interesting thing this year where they have a dual kind of movie situation with the Williams sisters. Kimberly Williams Paisley and Ashley Williams will be starring in Sister Swap, A Hometown Holiday, and then later in the year, Christmas Swap, their Sister Swap, Christmas in the City. So they're going to, you know, flip-flop in two separate movies. It's essentially doing what the movie Switched at Christmas with Candace Cameron Bure did, but it is two separate movies. So we're going to have one movie where one sister goes to the hometown where her sister still lives. And we'll have the other movie where one sister leaves hometown and comes to the city where the other sister lives. It'll be interesting. And then, you know, I'm also really looking forward to an unexpected Christmas. Bethany Joy Lenz is a favorite of mine and she's always, you know, bringing, bringing it. She's so fantastic. And Tyler Hines, while he isn't my favorite, can be quite good depending on who he's paired up with. So I do expect um, because Bethany Joy Lenz is so fantastic that the two of them will be great. And, and you know, they're playing a fake couple, which is one of my favorite storylines um, or relationship types. And so I'm really excited for An Unexpected Christmas. And then finally on Hallmark Channel, I'm excited for Eight Gifts of Hanukkah. Jake Epstein is back. He was nowhere to be found last Christmas. And he was in two of my favorites from Christmas 2019. So it's good to have him back in the Christmas circuit. I'll talk more about more of what he's doing in a second. On Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, there are a few that I'm excited about as well. One December Night featuring Peter Gallagher and Bruce Campbell seems like it's going to be really exciting. I am a sop- I'm genuinely surprised to see that Peter Gallagher is coming over to the Christmas circuit, but I'm excited. He is was the dad in the OC. He played Sandy, and Peter Gallagher is one of my faves, so I'm really excited to see him in One December Night on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I'm also looking forward to five more minutes. Nikki Deloche is always one of my favorites. I, I can, I think she should be the queen of Hallmark. I've said it before and I'll say it again. She's the GOAT. She's the greatest of all time when it comes to Hallmark Channel. And I think five more minutes will be fun. Hopefully she's always good, even if it's not a great movie that I love, like last year's Cranberry Christmas. I always enjoy watching her performances. Time for them to come home for Christmas is genuinely coming to us. I think this is the third movie in the time for us, you, them, we, whatever installment. Um, we're really, uh, you know, in for a treat. I think the cast on this one's going to be good. I am shocked they are still making these super long title movies. But, you know, while I, I um, haven't enjoyed all of them as like the very best, I think they're all solid. So time for them to come home for Christmas is one to look out for. Our Christmas Journey features Holly Robinson Pete, um, you know, as the mother of an autistic teenager. I think it's going to be really interesting. I've seen previews for it, and it looks like it's going to be a really um, touching story, um, you know, p- par for the course for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. But I'm really excited for some neuro- n- neurodiversity on the screen as well. 
And then finally, there's a new Godwink movie coming out on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries this year, and I'm excited for it. I generally like the Godwink series. I think this is the fourth one. I wasn't a big fan of Godwink 3, but Godwinks 1 and 2 are pretty good, and so I'm expecting the best from producer Kathy Lee Gifford in this one. Moving on to Lifetime's, um, you know, repertoire this year, they're coming in strong. It looks like it's going to be incredibly diverse, lots of different mixed race couples, lots of different things to see. So I'm really excited. Starting off with Merry Little Christmas Baby, uh, Kelly Rowland, our Christmas queen, you can do no wrong. I'm really excited for this one. The Merry Little movies have been great. And um, I think I'm having a baby is going to bring a lot of fun, a lot of hijinks again. A Christmas dance reunion will star Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman of High School Musical fame. Really pumped for this one. Um, those two are electric on screen. They're really fun together. And if any of the previews and the way they talked about making this movie is accurate, we're in for a treat. Kirk Franklin's A Gospel Christmas is about a young assistant pastor who gets assigned to be the lead pastor at a new church a month before Christmas. I think that's a really intriguing plot line, and apparently there's going to be some new Kirk Franklin music here, so I think it's one to watch out for. A Fiancé for Christmas is a story about a woman who makes a fake registry and it gets discovered by the town, and she needs to get a fake fiancé to help pass everything off. I think that sounds like a fantastic storyline. Really pumped for that one. Uh, Can't wait to see it. Christmas in Santa Fe will star Mario Lopez and his daughter. Um, The thing I think is really interesting about this one is I really enjoyed last year's movie that took place in New Mexico. I think, um, you know, it's such a unique setting for a Christmas movie. Very beautiful. And uh, I'm just looking forward to it. Last year, after a year of being inside, the ability to travel through the movies was really important to me, surprisingly. And so I am looking forward to seeing New Mexico again. Um, and seeing it through this lens, seeing it through the Christmas lens. Up next, Ghosts of Christmas Past is about a woman who's on dating apps and she's a serial ghoster. She ghosts people on that she's been on dates with on the app. And um, she has to make up with all of the men she's been ghosted in time for Christmas. So I think that sounds like a really interesting, fun, unique plot. Mistletoe in Montana stars Melissa Joan Hart. I love her. She had two hits last year, one pretty pretty big miss. I think it was almost um, you know, close to the bottom, if not one, if not the worst. It was one of the worst movies that came out last year. And so um, you know, I'm really hoping for redemption for Melissa Joan Hart this year um, as, as an actress on the screen. The one she produced and the one she directed last year were both great. Really looking forward to this one being hopefully better than her on-screen uh, episode last year. And then finally, Candy Cane Candidate stars Jackie Lai and Jake Epstein. Um, Jackie Lai was in last year's Sugar and Spice Holiday on Lifetime, which I quite liked. And Jake Epstein, as you know, is one of my favorites. So I'm excited to see them on screen together. I hope their chemistry can match both of their acting ability because they're both great actors. On Disney Plus, um, there's the Home Sweet Home Alone movie that's coming out. I know that many of you have chatted with you in the DMs. You're not looking forward to a new Home Alone movie. Certainly not a British Home Alone movie. But I, for one, am excited to see this one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's got a great cast, Kristen Wiig, um, lots of other funny people are in it. Um, So hopefully we're in for a treat there. On Netflix, there is a lot to look forward to. Netflix is pulling out all the stops here. On November 5th, Love Heart is coming out. It's about a hopeless romantic who's a writer and uh, she's a journalist and she gets catfish. It stars Nina Dobrev, Darren Barnett of um, Never Have I Ever Fame and Jim, Jim, Jimmy O. Yang. I think it's going to be a lot of fun um, and I'm looking forward to it. 
Father Christmas is back is about four feuding sisters whose long lost father shows up on their porch on Christmas. I think it's going to be a good time. Elizabeth Hurley, Kelsey Grammer, Natalie Cox, Tallulah Riley. It's got a great cast. Um, so I think that there's a lot of fun that's going to be had in that movie. And of course, you know, the, the rock star, all star, one that I'm looking out for more than anything else is the Princess Switch 3, Vanessa Hudgens times three. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it's going to be a really good time. I mean, I thought that last year's movie was truly unhinged in the best possible way. And so I think that only the best can come from, from putting Vanessa Hudgens times three on screen again. That's coming out November 18th, and I'm really looking forward to it. A Castle for Christmas starring Brooke Shields and the guy from Princess Bride um, is one that I'm looking forward to. Um, it, she travels to a spy a small castle somewhere in, you know, I don't know, Scotland, Ireland. I don't actually know where she's going in the movie. Um, you know, it looks cheesy. It looks like extra camp, but I think it's going to be a good time. Single All the Way, reminiscent of the title of one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, Mingle All the Way. Um, it's about a guy who's desperate to avoid his family's judgment about his perpetual single status. So he convinces his best friend to join him for the holidays and pretend they're in a relationship um it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun um luke mcfarlane is in this movie as well so it's a second christmas movie for him he he has already aired on hallmark movies and mysteries so this will be a, a movie number two for luke mcfarlane also jennifer coolidge is in this and she is the queen so excited to check that one out as well um in more sequel news we're getting a california christmas Two city lights. Um, you know, it's been a year since the couple fall, fell in love. They're running their dairy farm and their winery, and they're doing great. I think it's going to be um, really fun to see this couple again. Again, this is a couple that's married in real life, so they have got really, really good chemistry. It's really fun to see them on screen. That'll be coming out December sixteenth. I am Nigerian, so I am really looking forward to Netflix's premiere of A Nija Christmas. It's about three sons who are trying to fulfill their mother's wish of bringing wives home for Christmas. It looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. Nobody quite knows when it's coming out. The premiere date's estimated to be December sometime, um, so we'll look out for that. And then on Netflix, there are some other options that I'm not covering here, some family-friendly options. I think the thing that most people are looking forward to, it's not a show that I watch, but I think a lot of you are looking forward to it, is the Great British Baking Show Holidays Season 4. Not my cup of tea or, you know, slice of bread, but I think it should be a good time for those of you who are into that. So let's talk a little bit about doubles really quickly. In the lineup, I saw Michael Xavier in no less than two movies, Luke McFarlane in no less than two movies, and Jake Epstein is apparently going to be in three new Christmas movies this year. I think that's really surprising, um, but good on them. I like all three of those actors a lot. I didn't see a lot of repeat actors on the ladies' side, um, but or maybe I missed them. So it just, just seems that, you know, in order to fill out all 125 plus of these movies, they've got to pull on some of their strong actors. And I think they've picked the right ones in Luke McFarlane, in Jake Epstein, in, in Michael Xavier. There's a lot of fun to be had. These are some of the movies that I'm looking forward to this season. You can find all of these um, descriptions of these movies online. People has a great article that outlines every Christmas movie across all of the networks. So definitely something to look out for. It is overwhelming. I think an, an important reminder for me and for all of us is that with all the new Christmas movies, it can feel like you're getting behind, like there's pressure. But guess what? This is about fun. This is about Christmas. This is about love. And you shouldn't feel the pressure to watch everything. We can't all watch everything. And so here's where I implore you to enjoy the season. 
keep coming back here to Five Tree Christmas. We'll talk about these movies together. I've got some really exciting guests lined up for you in the coming months. And, um, you know, let's get started. So that is it for the inaugural episode of season three of Five Tree Christmas. I'm so excited to be back for season three. We're going to be talking Christmas. We're going to be talking reviews. We're going to have interviews for you. I've got some old friends coming back and some new faces around here at Five Tree Christmas. So please continue to join me and let's have some fun this season. If you'd like to see my reviews, you can find them on Instagram at Five Tree Christmas or on Facebook also at Five Tree Christmas. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions or comments, you can find me at Five Tree Christmas at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm looking forward to the season. And as always, here's to the next review.